Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. A heart attack is most commonly caused by a sudden obstruction of the oxygenated blood supply to part of the heart muscle, such as when there is a blockage in one of the coronary arteries. If the heart does not receive oxygenated blood, part of the heart muscle will die and impact on its ability to function properly. There is real risk that the heart will stop beating. The severity of the attack will depend on where the blockage occurs. Many people who die after having a heart attack could be saved if someone recognised the early warning signs and called for professional help as soon as possible. The Recognition, Signs and Symptoms Central, vice-like chest pain Possible pain down left arm or in jaw Breathlessness A rapid or irregular pulse Rapid breathing and a shortness of breath Pale blue-grey cold and clammy skin Nausea and vomiting Sense of doom What starts here changes the world. Well, I've got to admit, I kind of like it. What starts here changes the world. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. The average American will meet 10,000 people in their lifetime. I was handcuffed to another man from another tribe whose language I did not speak. Don't think. But if every one of you changed the lives of just 10 people, and each one of those people changed the lives of another 10 people, and another 10, 10. We did not know each other, and we could not speak to each other because if we could have spoken to each other, we might have been able to figure out what was happening to us. To every It is because America has not invested in its people. Shame on you. And you can change the entire population of the world, 8 billion people. And if we could have figured out what was happening to us, we might have been able to prevent it. If you think it's hard to change the lives of 10 people, change their lives forever. Well, that didn't happen. Here we are. You're wrong. Are you better off than you were four years ago? You didn't know this kid! Okay, we did it! They're looking for help. We call me They're looking for help. They're not looking for more of the same. When people lose their jobs, there's a good chance I'll know them by their names. When a factory closes, I know the people who ran it. When the businesses go bankrupt, I know them. We will respond with that timeless creed that sums up the spirit of a people. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. And when we get enough money, honey, we'll bring you down. But their children were saved. And their children's children. Generations were saved by one decision, one person. But changing the world can happen anywhere, and anyone can do it. So what starts here can indeed change the world. But the question is, what will the world look like after you change it? Welcome to Public Access America. Any questions? Um, are we supposed to check for the clear airway? 
Okay. We're going to go over choking right now, Sean. Good job. But yes, okay, so yeah, you can. So if, if, you, if you had an issue, um, especially with infants, where you were feeding them, and then they went limp and they stopped breathing. So we're gonna treat that more of a choking problem versus a CPR problem. So we're gonna do a couple things slightly different. Now let's say you didn't know if they were choking first. Mm -hmm. you, you just didn't know that part. You just, you found them. You, let's say you walked away or your back was turned or you were on the phone or whatever you were doing. And then you realize baby's not moving. So you don't know that they're choking or not. Remember what I said about when you go to give air and remember I said, if their head is down, it's really hard to get air in, right? You, you'll, you can feel the difference of how easy or hard it is, the resistance. So when you gave two breaths, if you were like, I'm breathing really hard, this is a baby, it shouldn't be that hard, and you're not seeing chest rise and fall, you can probably determine that they are choking on something, okay? If they're choking on something, the way to relieve that is CPR. And I'm going to show you guys that right now. So you're going to do chest compressions, and hopefully you'll get it out. So you can't give breaths until you get it out, but you'll know once you go to give breaths, okay? So let's go over choking, and we're going to go over the choking for adult, child, and infant, and it'll give you a little bit more information on that. Is there any other questions? No? 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 Awesome. You guys are awesome. All right, so choking. Good stuff here. All right, so we'll say that this guy here, his name is Bob. We were having lunch, we were talking, we were eating. We were joking a little bit, right? Okay. Bob here ate a sandwich, took a big piece, and now he started choking. And his arms fell off while he was choking. He said, ah, and his arms fell off. Okay, Bob's choking, he has no arms, so he can't help himself. Yeah, he can't do anything to help himself, so I'm gonna have to help poor Bob, armless Bob. So the first thing I need to ask him is, are you choking? And I know that seems kind of silly because wouldn't it be obvious that he's choking? So there's a reason I need to ask him if he's choking. I wanna know not if he's choking, but how much is he choking? Does that make sense? So, if I go, Bob, are you choking? And he goes, <coughs> yeah, <coughs> <Choke. coughs> swallowed the wrong. He's, he's choking, but he's like doing okay. He's getting air. Okay, if he can physically talk to me, he can cough. Okay, I'm not too concerned. I don't need to go run and dial 911 right away. Okay, if he makes no sound, can't cough, starts turning smurf blue, he's choking. He needs some help. Does that make sense? Yeah? Okay, so it's very important. First question, are you choking? Okay, all right. So Bob here, he's choking. Let me tell you, they all do the universal choking sign. Do you know what the universal choking sign is? That would be the one. Everyone makes that same face, okay? Every country, guarantee you, go to Russia. They'll make that same face. You don't believe me? Uh, I know you don't believe me, I'm telling you. I've been to a lot of different countries. They all do the same thing. Universal sign. Bob's doing the universal sign for I'm choking. I'm gonna ask Bob, are you choking? If he's able to cough, he's able to say something to me, I'm just going to keep encouraging him to cough. 
I'm going to encourage him to keep trying to take a deep breath. So, Bob, you look like you're choking there. Keep coughing. That was a good cough. Keep coughing. Okay? Try to take a deep breath, Bob. That's all I'm going to do. I'm just going to stand by and see if he can kind of relieve that obstruction himself. So whatever he's choking on, maybe he can swallow it. Maybe he can get it out himself. A lot of times when, have you ever choked on food? Yeah. Have you ever choked on food, Andrew? You eating go fish too fast and just one caught you in the throat the wrong way? You don't know? It's okay. It happens though. So if, if he can get it out himself, let's let him get him out itself. Okay. If he's unable to say anything to me, he's unable to relieve it himself. He's now Smurf blue. So he looks like that color. He needs help. So the next thing I'm going to ask him is, Bob, do you need help? He's going to do this. Which, again, promise you, every country, same thing. I might need to ask him if he needs help in different languages, but his answer is still going to be the same. Okay? Now, if he says no, okay, then I'm going to say, okay, are you sure? All right? I'm not going to touch him. The reason I don't want to touch him is, what was the very first thing we do in CPR? Make sure it's safe. So what I don't want to do is have Bob here hit me. If you come and you try to bear hug me while I'm choking, I might go wham. Is that safe for you? Mm. Mm, no, not so much. Okay, now Bob here, I know he doesn't have arms and he doesn't have legs, but if he did, perhaps he could hurt me. He might still bite me, I don't know. Yeah, headbutt me. Okay, I don't want to get headbutt and I don't want to get bit and I don't want to get hit or slapped. So I'm not going to touch him unless he says I can. Okay, so first question is, are you choking? Are you choking? Bob, are you choking? Thank you, Thank for, you listening for listening to Public, to Public Access, Access America. America. Produced by Public Access Pod. Discover great new playlists on SoundCloud at, at Public, Public Access, Access America. America. Discover our catalog of vintage videos on YouTube at Public Public Access Access America. America. And finally, finally, rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts Podcasts or anywhere anywhere. you listen to your favorite shows. Bob said he's choking. Second question. Do you need help? Yeah. Can I help you or do you need help? Okay. So... I'm going to help him because he says he does want help, okay? Which means it's safe for me to help him, okay? If he says no, then I'm going to wait. I'm going to ask him again and keep asking, Bob, you look a little blue. Can I help you now? Bob, really, you, you really look like you need help. Can I help you now? Okay? If Bob goes unconscious and he never says yes, so he falls on the floor, when he falls on the floor, I can help him. It doesn't matter what he said. He's on the floor. He's unconscious. What is he going to do now? He can't bite me now. Right? Can't kick me now, so now I'm going to help him. Okay. I'm going to assume that he didn't want me to let him die. He didn't want me just to be like, oh, poor Bob. He wants me to do something. All right? So I've now asked him if I could help him. He said, yes, I could help him. So I'm going to help him. So I'm going to tell him what I'm doing. So I'm going to say, Bob, I have to put my arms around you. Okay, I like to tell people what I'm doing. Again, I'm not trying to get hit or headbutted or bit or any of the above. Okay. Bob, I have to find your belly button. Find his belly button. Oh, found it. 
make a fist. Okay, put my fist right above that. Put my other hand above that. And then I'm gonna squeeze in and up, in and up. Yeah, that. If it's a really heavy person and you can't get your arms around them, is that what you're asking? Okay, couple things we can do, all right? So, if Bob here weighs 400 pounds and I can't literally get my arms around him, which happens, you can tell Bob to lay down on the floor and you can do chest compressions, just like you did when you did CPR, okay? Because when he goes unconscious and he's on the floor, that's what I'm gonna do anyways. Okay, and it's just easier for me. He's not gonna fall on top of me and he weighs 400 pounds, ouch. Yeah. So if I have him lay down now, it won't hurt. Isn't there, um, wouldn't you be concerned about like if he did dislodge whatever was in his throat, it, it, like just kind of going back in because he's laying on his back? Mm -mm. It'll oh. still come up, I'm pushing down, it's gonna come up. Okay. It's gonna come up towards his mouth. Okay. The other thing is, is you could take a chair like the one you're sitting on Take the back of the chair and ram it right into his stomach. Okay. <laughs> you could. You asked. You could. Okay, so, or if you were choking, let's say you were choking, you were home alone, no one else was there. You could either hit yourself in the stomach or take a chair. Throw yourself over the chair. Oh, okay. Okay. Couple other important things. So, I got my arms around him. I found his belly button, I made my fist, right? I'm squeezing like I'm trying to hit myself in my own jaw. Okay, so in and up, okay? The other thing is, is notice I put one foot in front of me, one foot behind me, okay? If me and Bob are standing like this, and I'm holding him, and let's say he weighs 250 pounds. I don't weigh 250 pounds. And if Bob goes unconscious, because he's not breathing, Meaning he's going to go limp, like he fell asleep. And you won't have enough like, balance or strength all Right. Do you see these arms? They're kind of puny. Okay, I'm not holding up 250 pounds of Bob. Okay, so one of two things is going to happen if I stand like this. Okay, either I'm going to go, oh no. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Bob has a little bit more to worry about than uh, just the choking. I have now smashed his whole face. Yeah, not so good. Or, <clears throat> I'm holding Bob, he goes unconscious. My arms are locked under his arms, if he had arms. And I go, oh, and we both fall. And I hit my head on the back of Bob's head. Yeah, mm, not so good, right? All right, so if I put one foot forward right in between Bob's legs, okay, other foot back, if he goes unconscious, I can hold him up. I have a lot more power this way. He's basically going to sit on my leg. So Bob would be basically sitting on my leg, all right, and all that weight gets dispersed down through my leg into the ground. I can hold up a lot of weight this way. I can easily hold up 250-pound Bob now, okay? Big thing is I have to help Bob down so he doesn't hit his noggin, right? I don't care if he hits his bottom. I don't care if any of this other stuff falls a little bit. I just don't want him to hit his head. So to do that, I'm just gonna slowly back up, lower Bob down. If he goes a little bit, eh, it's okay. Just don't want him to hit his head. 
So same thing. Don't go like this. Oops. You have to help Bob all the way down to the ground. Okay? Do the best you can. If it's an adult, it might be easier just to tell them to lie on the ground in the beginning. If you're a child, just say. But for adults, just slowly move them down, okay? All right, so once you get them down on the ground, this looks like a very familiar situation. Oh, it looks just like when we did CPR. And guess what? You're basically going to do CPR. Yeah, so he's got something stuck in there. So yeah, I can't give breaths until that's out, right? So I'm going to give... I'm, as soon as I find him down, I already know he's unresponsive because I was just with him, right? So I don't need to necessarily do the first step. I already know it's safe because I've already done that part, right? So my next step was he's down. I need to go call 911, get an AED. He might actually need an AED eventually, so I'm going to ask for an AED and call 911, okay? I'm going to do 30 compressions. Once I've done 30 compressions, I'm going to tilt his head. I'm going to look in his mouth, do I physically see something in his mouth? Do I actually see something? Like if he was choking on a hot dog, do I see that piece of hot dog in his mouth? If I see it, that's the only time I'm going to put my finger in there if I think I can get it out. So not just if I see it, but I think I can physically get it out. Okay, does that make sense? All right. What you don't want to do is push it further back. So if you're like, oh, I don't think I could really wrap my finger around it to pull it out, don't put your finger in because you're just going to push it further back. So you play this like up and down kind of cat and mouse game with it. If you don't see anything at all, don't put your finger in there. Just go back to doing the compressions. 30 compressions, check. 30 compressions, check. Let's say on the third check, you see it. You're able to get it out. Okay? Take it out. Then try to give two breaths. If those work, you see chest rise and fall, great. Maybe that person will wake up now. If they don't, continue doing CPR. 32, 32, until someone comes, they wake up. The last thing is, if you guys just physically are too tired to go on, you saw how tired you got when you did the compressions? Yeah, I know, Andrew, it was, it was tiring, huh? So if you did it for 10 minutes and you're like, oh, I gotta go on. I'm too tired. I just, I'm tired. Then you can stop. Okay? No one's going to be mad at you if you were too tired and you had to stop. Most likely, you're not doing very good compressions anyway if you're that tired. You can't press in two inches anymore because now you're like, ugh. <laughs> 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 okay? That's not going to work for him, anyways. All right? So just stop. Let someone else do it. Okay? All right. Is there any questions on choking? Oh, um, for an adult. I, heard, I heard that you never want to hit someone on the back. Either. Correct. So, if this is Bob and he's choking, right? If I hit him like this on the back, where do you think it's going to go? Further down. Down, right. Yes, yeah, it's, it's going to go down because of gravity. Oh my God.
Access America is a history, educational, and entertaining podcast brought to you by Public Access Pod Productions with help from the public domain, National Archive, and the Internet Archive. Please donate and help the collectors of free information, an honest, impartial, and realistic look of history through from and inside America's eyes. Public Access America is on Twitter at Public Access Pod. Find our great and growing collection of vintage newsreels, war footage, past blasters and more on YouTube at Public Access America. Subscribe, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you normally subscribe to your favorite shows. Visit our SoundCloud page for playlists, fresh episode art, links, as well as the ability to comment right there on the track. Public Access America. History in the making, making history in the making.